This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Even more news, the first and only news podcast. My name is Katie Stoll. Hi, Katie Stoll. Hi. I couldn't agree with you more. And not only because we're in the same room sure right are. now. Amazing. Oh, my name's Cody, by the That's way. That's right. I'm Hi. always forgetting yeah, your name. Cody. Cody. Mm -hmm. Kobe. Kobe. Mm. Kobe. It's no. Kobe, right? You said Kobe? I didn't. I like it. Okay. And it's just us today in this room, but with Jonathan. I am in the room. I'm looking. <laughs> At Katie and Cody in person. Fun, well, it just happens so sparingly. It's a treat. I know. I know. I had to up and move away. But even before I moved away, we didn't we do didn't, this yeah, yeah. <laughs> ever. So now we do, and we love it. Should we just talk about this for the whole hour? How nice it is. Yeah. How nice it is to be sharing air yeah. with some other people. How weird it is that I'm like looking at you guys not on a screen, and then I, I have more screen real estate because I don't have to minimize a window to look yeah. at you. It's extremely weird, yeah. Just, uh, We'll peek behind the curtain at the making of the sausage, but yeah, normally I have my laptop and then I have a side monitor. Yeah. The laptop. I don't even have a computer right now. No, he doesn't. He's just freewheeling. Yeah. He's got yeah, his got phone. phone. I'll be tweeting the whole time. So okay, well that's why the phone's out. We've got Cody sort of here with us yeah. today. <laughs> you joke, Cody, but I can see you're in the dock. I uh, well, sure, but I there are other apps on my phone. Yeah, he's got a lot of app. things open. Sometimes if I'm updating uh like the morning of the show and I see you jump into the dock, I'll like leave because I don't want you to think I'm spying on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, I like it when you're in the dock because I'm like, we're in this together. <laughs> and then Group I go, project, yeah. what's Jonathan typing? Or like what's he reading? What's he thinking? And anyway. it's like, actually, this story needs some clarification. It is a bit more nuanced <laughs> than what you have heard in the news, you know? You don't have to do that voice for... That's how I sound. I know, but it's good, it's good to get nuanced information and get all the information. Also, you don't sound like that. No, it's I always... I, said, I know. <laughs> of course you sound like that. I was going to say, that's not how you sound, Jonathan. <laughs> you didn't even sound like that when you said, that's how I sound. <laughs> I don't sound like this. I sound like this guy. Okay, okay. Oh, so you've been doing... Uh, a much more pleasant voice the entire time we've known you. Oh, it's my real voice is correcting oh. and clarifying voice. Ooh, we might have to have a talk okay, about well, this we'll talk after about the that show. Later yeah. off the recording. Just small note, we're recording this a day early. Oh. It's still going to be released at the same time. So if anything happens tomorrow, Thursday. Mm -hmm. Don't let us know. <laughs> we're out of office, baby. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Can it. Yeah. But Canned reply. You get an auto reply if you tell us something that happened in the news. <laughs> to, today, uh, the day of this recording is International NFT Day. Get the I don't fuck out of here. Want... Get out of here. Yeah, Go okay. scram. Going... scram. Tomorrow, September 21st, <laughs> Escapology Day, a day to celebrate the art of escaping any and all restraints, including straitjackets, handcuffs, and cages. Hey, mm. guys, today mm. we've escaped the restraints. Of a Zoom. Oh, yeah, we have. Oh, yes. Celebrating the holiday. How do we talk holiday. about NFT day? Just breezed right past yeah. it. 
And then um, September 22nd, I like this. It's Dear Diary Day. Put it on paper. You'll feel better. No need to be a professional writer. I thought it was going to say, no need to have a professional therapist. <laughs> <laughs> in a way. In a way. Anyway, I, yeah, I uh, don't always journal, but I do know that when I do it, I feel better. It's really good. Yeah, it it's really good, good for you uh, to do. Get your thoughts uh, kind of organized and uh, what, are you, what are you feeling? And you can throw the paper away if you have to or if you want to. Yeah. I have a problem with starting different journals and then leaving them someplace and then start. My journal entries for the last 10 years are all over my house in an assortment of half-used journals <laughs> that then become oh, yeah, squiggles and the notes from this all mixed together and it's a weird assortment and um i often think that i should be very diligent about it not just for the mental health benefits but because i don't have a very good memory mm. and so when i'm old i'll want to look back but at this point it just feels like so chaotic and i've already missed such a huge chunk of my life that <laughs> Yeah, you should uh, digitize all the notebooks so then you have too many folders and files to go through and it's even that worse. That sounds terrible. Yeah. See, I couldn't be honest ever because I'm worried someone else is going to read it at some point. Throw it away. No, Throw you just away. have Throw to perfect the bad scribble handwriting that only you can decipher. Mm. <laughs> oh, you you invented your own yeah, uh, no, shorthand? No, it just is bad. It, you look back at some of them and you're like, woof. Yeah. Like, it's like okay. I know that this is good for me, but I'm going to do it as fast as possible yeah, to make it as yeah, illegible it's, it's, it's as possible. Like, it's more of an exercise it's than a like some ancient scroll of decipherable code or something. Yeah, you're not you know you're not like writing your memoirs, so somebody will, like go through not them yet. and like, publish them. But um, it's going to be like this woman's brain. It's not just like a 21st century therapist thing to do. Yeah, like, you know, we're not we don't have a guest <laughs> here, so we're not interviewing anybody. Mm. Have you seen this? tiktok thing where the app tiktok yeah. have you seen it have you seen, yeah okay got, that like, was end of videos. question oh good <laughs> no good. jk not oh. end of question mm -hmm. uh there's this thing going around where tiktoker women are saying that they're asking their boyfriends how often they think about the roman empire yeah. and overwhelmingly men were like every day <laughs> or every week multiple times a week and like I haven't thought of the Roman Empire hmm. ever, except for when I think about like societies collapsing. But sure. how often do you two think of the Roman Empire? I mean, not as much as people are, I would posit, pretending to, <laughs> but uh, yeah, occasionally about like various aspects of, I don't know, society, democracy. Multiple and times a month, and, like, multiple times a week. Maybe oh, once a week, it's randomly, but it's not like a thing where like, I've got always, some thoughts on always this. Always on my mind. Jonathan, what about you? I've almost never thought about I the think Roman this Empire. is a type of man. Either they're lying or it's a specific type of man consumed with the way things were or, you know, power or military, you know, like thinking of things of like power structures or mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't but know. But in terms of history, I feel like the Roman Empire is a huge blind spot for yeah. me so i wouldn't really know what to compare it to i know it's held in a certain esteem right. in certain right. circles but i really don't know enough about me it neither. to be like ah oh, this reminds me of the collapse <laughs> of america today i'm definitely going to ask people in the mountains when i get oh, home yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, curious I'm, I'm very curious well because um, also i feel like i i think about it more because 
people online talk about all the time and you'll every day you'll see like some like roman statue avatar be like Dude, we don't make things like these fucking buildings you know uh so like i'm kind of it's like forced on you a little bit at culture critic is everywhere exactly you can't. exactly I just, but i wouldn't consider that thinking about the thinking empire. about the roman yeah, empire yeah. That's, fair. that's fair okay well interesting yeah hello and good day you know we sure put a lot of stuff in our mouths thumbs for example i can't think of anything else but my point is that what's my point oh yeah here's another thing to put in your mouth it's ag1 a nutritional supplement that replaces your multivitamins with a single drink it's yummy tumtastic as the good book says the good bible book AG1 is jam-packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and other whole food sourced ingredients. You can drink it on the go, or I guess in the shower. Wherever is my point. On the go, the shower, all the places. And it tastes pretty good, too. It's healthy, it's liquid, and it goes in your mouth. We all have those busy days where it's hard to find time to eat properly. Heck, that's every time I shoot one of my world-famous YouTube entertainment videos. But now I drink AG1 during those days, and it makes me feel better knowing that I am taking care of my body just a little bit more. So if you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash more news. That's drinkag1.com slash more news. Check it out with your mouth. I wonder what Russell Brand would answer. I wonder how often he thinks about the Roman Empire. I also wonder what he has to say about it. Not a whole lot. <laughs> Can we get him on the horn? Uh, Yeah, hold on. Okay, so here's <laughs> all right. So Marcus Aurelius, yeah, that's, I lost it. Oh, I really wish <laughs> I you could. I really wish you would have just kept <laughs> going though. But I really love the bit, and now it makes me want to change the format of the show where we have guest callers. But it's, it's just, just Cody. Cody. I so mean, like, comedy, bang I'll, bang, but just yeah, Cody. But, but it's just figures that were like I can be Lauren Boebert. Mm. I and still, I, I can be what else? Uh, I can be John Fetterman. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. I still think it's Bo Bear. I do too, but I just said it like that. I know now. it's not, but I still think it is. I always call her Bo Bear. It's right there in the name. It says it says so in her name. Bo Bear. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just playing with different voices mm. for it. We are going to talk about Russell Brand. Oh, good. You mean the apparently now Australian <laughs> Russell Brand? <laughs> Fuck that guy. Uh, four women <laughs> right. have accused Russell Brand of sexual assault and emotional abuse. Uh, you know, shocker. Yeah. Shocking, shocking twist for all of us. Uh, yeah, and allegedly uh, grooming a 16-year-old girl, um, which yeah. as our really pedantic wieners out there online have pointed out, actually it's legal uh, in the UK, so legally it's fine which I would posit is maybe not the point. Yeah, I would posit mm. that it's not the point. Mm. Also, UK, what mm. are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Where do we even start talking about this? I don't like talking about claims that are awful, you know? I don't know that we need to go. What I'm saying is I don't know what I need detail. to get into uh, yeah, it. Yeah, there, there's reporting out there, and you can read it, and I'm sure many of our... Listeners have read it. it. Some of it's pretty uh, disturbing to read. Um, so, yeah, we don't need to necessarily recount I mean, it all. Part of my back and forth is, you know, there are people about what, how much to share, which I've already decided and uh, told you that I'm not. Gonna... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's this picking apart. 
like we've just established well you know in the uk this age you know that i don't feel like we need to do i don't think that we need to justify or pick apart the claims in any sort of sense because took a lot of bravery for these women to come forward with their story as is yeah and i think also you know again you can go out and read it because i think the obviously we're going to talk about sort of the reaction and pushback to it and you know there's like text verifications there are like you know appointments that were made after these events i don't like talking about it like this yeah um but uh like there you know there there is evidence there and people seem to claim like well it's a he said she said situation it's not exactly he said she said situation um and this is like really solid reporting that was over the course of i think four years yeah. So just this idea, and again, we'll get into this, but this I like the timing is very interesting. Well, the timing is that they were done with their four-year investigation. Yes. You know, all of this, Bran got ahead of this a bit, you know, the the story dropping, uh, you know, making his own video, you know, and it and and said something to the effect of not to the effect that this is a quote, <laughs> made him wonder if there's another agenda at play. Mm. So uh, a strategic move there to yeah. plant that little seed as if we don't have eyes and brains and know and memories to remember that Russell Brand, this isn't the first time that there have been allegations or talk. We all know that Russell yeah, Brand is a also, sex addict too. Like, yeah, um, and I'm not it, trying to shame someone that has sex addiction, but we're painting a picture of the person here. And that's a frequent claim by people who are accused of sexual impropriety as well i have a sex addiction right, right. yes it's it is like, often and that is like a that. very real thing and it's not an excuse for assault i um, think this speaks to because there's been a transitionary period from russell brand movie star to russell brand guru. edgy podcaster edgy yes guru. spiritual yeah. not right wing not uh, conspiracy theorist but really dabbling yeah he dabbles quite a bit um over the past especially like the past year i would say um and you can point to like well he has he talks to left-wing people too yeah he's talked to noam chomsky's had uh various like left-leaning people on but he's also mostly on rumble and uh mostly like his first i think the first thing he did was interview Stephen Crowder, um, and he's very, you know, uh, you have all all of his defenders are the like Tucker Carlson's, the Andrew Tate's. Ben Shapiro came out with a video mentioning that it's actually illegal. Sixteen is legal in the UK. Great point, Ben. And talking about how like he's a friend of mine and stuff. And uh, so yeah, it's it's easy to paint it like oh he's right wing now. He has left wing beliefs too, but he's definitely in a sphere that dabbles in a lot of like not trusting anybody. But him, you know, and there obviously there are people out there being like, well, this is kind of a calculated move to sort of get into this space because he knows that like the audience is going to stay no matter what. Well, um, which I don't know. if I will push really... back on that yeah. slightly. It's convenient that he has. I mean, I think it is calculated in that there is an audience that he obviously appeals to and uh all of these people might start off one way in both, but they get pulled further because these are the people that are receptive to it. And then you end up catering to that audience more and more. It's a feedback loop. So that's what we've been witnessing. I don't know that specifically this was a move to avoid accountability on accusations that were going to be forthcoming. 
Oh yeah, I'm not. Say, I'm not saying it was. Like, I know you're not. Yeah, yeah. I know you. I totally know you're not. But that is something that I've seen, and it's not a wrong point to bring up. Well, but yeah. I just disagree with it being that specifically calculated. Except that this is, except that he is the type of person that will thrive in this, even outside right. in that environment, even outside of rape accusations. Right. Because yeah, and and if you know these accusations are true, then there's like this sort of like obviously abusive, manipulative sort of mindset that yeah. could be thinking like that but the effect is definitely happening no matter what which is if you are talking for uh you know a year and a half about don't trust the media narrative no matter what don't trust this if there's something else going on if they're doing this then yeah the media is like hey here's this reporting you're not going to trust that narrative um which is i what i'm seeing a lot of people not him specifically but in that circle sort of uh mm -hmm. saying although he did say that kind of in the video but like you know and and maybe maybe he did know this reporting would eventually come and maybe that's something to lay the groundwork i don't know it's possible There's i no think way it's, that, yeah. i think that it's it's irrelevant too. I don't, and it's... i don't think it's any less insidious to say that it wasn't specifically about these just general right. uh you know so well, there's like even reporting from um he was on like a uh it was like a Comedy Central roast type show, but for the UK in 2018. And one of his co-hosts uh, did a few bits about how he's a sexual predator um, and they cut them from the show. Um, so like the idea that this is like new or like no. this is an attack because he was too close to the truth is just like not the it's, case. It's absurd. Also, what truth is Russell Brand spewing that? And what digging like, has he been doing? doing he just I talks mean, like, on a show. Like, yeah. If you if you're a fan of the stuff that he's saying, then I guess maybe you would believe that he does his digging. But anything he says is exactly what other people in that space are saying. It's not like Russell Brand is a big thought leader as much as he would like to be the way he presents himself. He's like, oh, I'm this enlightened being because uh, I'm going to talk really fast and, uh, and I'm enlightened. Yeah. And I'm going to do this quick. And uh, that's not who he is, and he's not influencing the world. He's just parroting. So uh, that's absurd to me. <laughs> like that—that that he would—it's so self-aggrandizing too to say like, "Oh, you want to silence me? No, you're just some fucking well, chud." Because also, like, nobody like there are other people who aren't Russell Brand who are like, "Wow, the pharmaceutical companies sure do take advantage of people and make." too much money right. uh wow this war in ukraine it sure is going on for a long time maybe we shouldn't be sending so much money to them like he's not the only one saying that and you can say that without being credibly accused of like of these uh crimes there, there is certainly a phenomenon as more of us are aware of these things and and, and talking about assault and dynamics between the genders and all of this there there certainly is a polarization that happens um but it's very revealing who secretly has the most toxic beliefs. And, you know, they talk about the unwelcome left. I mean, are you fucked up? Are you are you doing stuff that we would all hate? Then, yeah, I mean, you're behaving monstrously. That isn't that shouldn't be partisan. Well, you're also you know? like, but, like but using that as a justification of like, we're not welcome here because now all of a sudden everything's too PC when it's like, well, what are you? upset about exactly well there's this weird thing over the last week like so many things have been conflated into like the cancel culture brigade mm -hmm. oh the cancel mm -hmm. culture brigade came for russell brand but then 
it's not cancel culture to be accused of sexual assault. And then at the same time, uh, Parker Malloy wrote about this today. There was an article on Fox News that said, oh, Drew Barrymore uh, pushed Drew Barrymore refused to let cancel culture come for her. But like, what what are we talking about we talking with cancel about culture really good. anymore? Also, no. no, she didn't. <laughs> she backed off and she canceled her show. Well, that's another way of saying refused well, right, to let cancel culture come for her. She was like, I li- I'm listening. I'm gonna. As Wait, but isn't she that letting cancel culture come? They, you? but before I'm she, before she here. said, okay, I'm not gonna do my show. After she said, my show is coming back. Fox News was like, then see, did, she's right. refusing yeah. to be canceled. But being told, being asked to not cross a picket line That's is not, not being canceled. No. Like, what are, and especially because Fox well, News's original definition was you get canceled for your views. I'm certainly not going to agree with Fox News or defend them in any way. But there was a lot of vitriol specifically to drew barrymore personally and then digging up of past comments and stuff so I, it, sure but is that the same right. as so the cancel culture thing this is what i've been thinking about a lot every time there's stuff like this it's not a thing <laughs> we've said this before i mean it is obviously a thing where we'll get some reporting and people will be very upset and you know it starts a conversation and you know people are ang- will get angry at a famous powerful person does that change their life all that much nah they can just pivot to somewhere else or you can take accountability and then people but even at that it's every time it's less and less potent how this works it's yeah. it's it's and, not and like it, you're affecting anything and it occasionally happens to people who aren't famous yes and um, then there's and that, that and we've talked about that we're like yeah you shouldn't like lose your livelihood because of x or y and stuff and like oh you can't like use a financial institution or like you know all, all these sort of things yeah. uh russell brand will be fine russell brand will be um, fine uh so there is this sort of distinction there i think but it's so weird to see people talk about like oh this because also the same people who are like oh cancel culture came for them they said no They're the same people who are like oh the hollywood elite have too much money and power and like we should like like there's this conflict of not really knowing what you think about stuff or want to happen um or like who's who are you against what are you saying because if you don't want if you hate the hollywood elite um for having so much money and power but you also love when they tell the public fuck you i'm gonna do what i want then what are you saying yeah it's the whole thing's just kind of absurd and frustrating because what should be talked about maybe is like what he is being accused of and uh, i also see people so this is another kind of a separate thing if that's okay yeah uh the uh i saw god what's her name she calls herself the right wing uh, the the redhead libertarian uh, i think she's like a tim pool uh yeah i just know that account one. name yeah it's because elon uh right, responds right. To her all the time for reasons and side note if you have your like very like clear political uh beliefs in your handle i trust you less i'm sorry <laughs> if you're broadcasting that information as part of your like public persona then you got online at the wrong time i don't know I, I, it's off-putting but she said something along the lines of um that the timing of this is so interesting and like uh why would they they didn't go to the police they didn't do this they just did like a documentary so they're clearly clearly these women want money not justice and i found this so well it's gross but it's interesting because first of all what money what money are you talking about what are they getting? are they filing a lawsuit are, are they, they like right like are they going to get money from being 
in the, anonymously in this article so it's weird to be like they want money this is not ever the case like who like his accused somebody of something like this and then like oh now they're like living high on the hog we know um, better right we, <laughs> we we talk about this look around who's yeah who's benefited from right and we also know that it's very hard to prosecute these kinds of things um and one of the people went did go to a rape center um and uh they're like uh, notes i think from her therapist saying that like she did consider pressing charges it's obviously very scary to press charges against somebody so famous and there are all these we've talked talked about this kind of thing for years and years and years it should be very very clear but also it's interesting the phrasing of like they don't want justice for many women i i think like justice is different for these kinds of scenarios justice isn't necessarily like oh they're in prison for however long part of it is now people know right like that is part of justice it's about closure for the victims it's not necessarily about yeah. like this extreme punishment of the perpetrator in some cases it is if you but, think yeah like but like i just sort of like point out like the justice in a way is people knowing who he is there's just such and a is being out there misrepresentation of what intentions are caught there's so much yes we've talked about this all the time for years and years and years preaching to the choir here but if you think that any of these women haven't struggled mightily for a very long time with what's the right thing to do. Do you think that they don't carry their own deep sense of shame? Not that they should, but that's just how this works, you know, especially when you're up against a very powerful public persona, you know, a thought leader like Russell right. Brand. It's probably been all consuming for years, for a long time. And it's haunting. And, yeah, it's tough. There's there's all sorts of weird gray areas and moral issues and things that arise in situations like that. And for I th I think you are correct that a lot of women aren't necessarily seeking someone being put in prison or jail or whatever. They're not seeking that, but an acknowledgement of what has happened is very important. Right, and, and peace for to, them, it's right? At least for them. And because especially in the case like a Russell Brand or any sort of person in a powerful position, you know, maybe you're, you're, it's your boss, uh, somebody that is in charge of the interns, whatever it is, you know that there's a choice. I can stay silent and just suck this up and carry this with me the rest of my life and hope to God that no one else gets hurt. But you know better, because yeah. why would this person stop their behavior? Especially if they got away with it. It's such an absurd, it's so clear to me. It's so easy to see why people don't report or, and why they do. You don't need to jump through any sort of a hoop to justify this. It's just, yeah, it's, it, blow, it blows my mind. And especially, again, because like these conversations have been happening for years and years and years and it, like over and over and the same people who are making these points that are wrong <laughs> have heard those conversations and it's like it's very disappointing seeing like a lot of like right-wing women specifically being like actually this this hurts women and yeah. victims this makes it less likely that they'll come forward it's no 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 your reaction makes it less likely very um, tough when but common to see women defending abusers especially when I'm going to make assumptions that their partners are the men in their life. Maybe they recognize some qualities. Maybe they see the through line on some level. 
and they have to defend it. Otherwise, what does that say about your own relationships, about your own experiences? You know, I think a lot of women feel not that they should maybe safe in that dynamic because it's what they know. You know, I don't mean safe as in like literally safe, but it's hard to step outside of that because once you pull that thread, it, you, you know, but it's very disappointing. Yeah, I um, think that can tie into the the brief Twitter conversation between Elon Musk and Ian Miles Chong perfect. about this. We talked about this real briefly the other day. Elon Musk tweeted, I support Russell Brand. That man is not <laughs> evil. And then Ian Miles Chong replied, I think I'm a fairly decent judge of character. <laughs> and Brand does not strike me as an evil person. And you know, you just said like, oh, maybe the, some of the defenders see some of this in themselves. Yeah. And I think for people like Elon Musk and Ian Miles Chung, there's evil Absolutely. and then there's good person, yes. not evil. And I don't think they can imagine how power dynamics come into play, how any number of things happen to where a person well, you wouldn't consider evil does something yes. you would. But right, because but, you're yeah. saying power dynamics. At their core, they believe that the power dynamics are appropriate. At their core, they believe that a man should be powerful or feared or dominant, you know? Yeah, at, uh, his, uh, at his wedding, when in his first dance with his first wife, he told her, whispered to her in her ear, I'm the alpha in this relationship. Elon Musk. And their first dance <sighs> yes, at their, at their right. wedding. Yeah. Um, and right. So it does speak to like, this is how it should be. And, and it's not evil. And it is interesting that choice of language because it 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 draws this line that like nobody else was drawing, and like you can uh, you can be uh, not quote unquote evil whatever that means to them and do bad things. And it is interesting to see that sort of like lack of self reflection and uh, sort of uh, just trying to erase any like questioning of their worldview or their beliefs or people they know or whatever it is. Yeah, it's fascinating. Like, well, it shouldn't be evil. Well, because the article is not Russell Brand is evil. The article is Russell Brand did these harmful did these things. things to me. Exactly. And in many other cases, did not do harmful things. Yeah, right? And people saying, like, well, yeah. he like the we're still getting the Russell Brand was always nice to me mm -hmm. thing, which is like, how long do we have to go through these matter. arguments? You know, yeah. the same that's I think one of the main the really frustrating things is like it's just over and over again and it's not just for this topic uh but I just like feel like we're just spinning our wheels every single time something like this happens we're like do we didn't we go over this with you like don't you understand yet please um and in a way they do uh they just don't want things to do. change like that I am curious because we've been talking about this while I'm here in LA I am curious to talk to people in the mountains about it a bit more. I texted one of them and not as disappointing as I'd expected, right, right, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. Uh, you know, if these allegations are true, then fuck this person, you know. However, yeah, the cancel culture and, you know, dynamics and all of that, it, it always comes back to that. Yes. And um, yeah, but we'll see. I'm I'm interested. That is interesting because because uh, yeah, like I know also is like his YouTube channel's been monetized or demonetized and stuff like that. And like I that doesn't play well. Well, yeah, and I I do have I have it doesn't it doesn't. <laughs> I know I I understand. I like I was gonna say like I do have sympathy for that like point of view and argument because I think that uh you know like we talked about like smaller people and and th yeah. people who aren't Russell Brand like 
you know, uh, pulling somebody's livelihood away from them because of X or Y. In this case, it's like really horrific yeah. accusations. But I am sympathetic to that sort of like, ah, uh, you can't yeah. like have these companies. Do, well, the company can do whatever they want, actually. But like, right. That I understand why that can be off-putting. Well, and it like, just well, plays this- into the silencing thing, which, you know, we have our opinions about content and uh, what the line is. Right. And other people have different ones. But philosophically, like that is an important question of our time is how we deal with this, because, yeah, you take down you Russell Brand's YouTube channel. He's got other income. He'll be fine. He'll go to another platform. Yeah, still Someone else gets contested. And I'm not even trying to maybe they do something that I disagree with. I'm not saying like, but still, what is it? What are we doing? Anyway, because right. also <laughs> it's, it's, it's tough to talk about this, too, because like in Russell Brand's case, it's like you, these are horrific things. Right, exactly. Um, and like sometimes we're talking about like, okay, maybe you like ha- had like a, a distasteful joke ten years ago or something like that, which is not at all the same thing. So there are these like it's, it's kind it's of a granular like, like individual yeah thing. But also just, uh, one last thing that I, I see instantly whenever something like this happens that I just want to like comment on real quick because the phrase running through people's heads and feeds is like. I thought innocent until proven guilty. This isn't a right. So like that is true. Um, We do have a legal system set up like that. That's not public opinion. That doesn't apply to public opinion. You can think whatever you want. People read the reporting, which again, four year investigation uh, with like various uh, like pieces of evidence. We can read that and form our own opinion. Oh, he's not in prison. Oh, yeah. Right. Like it's it's just a that's a ridiculous statement to say. And I would imagine that a lot of those people saying that were probably pretty strongly creating their own verdict on Amber Heard uh, when that actual trial was going on, making their own conclusions. So fuck them. We need to take a quick (laughs) break. I'm going to put a little bit more distance between me saying the F word Mm. and the actual ad break. I don't know if that's a thing, but it seems like maybe it would be a thing. Stretch it Um, out. Anyway, if they've just skipped forward to this point in the show to test it, there's no expletives. uh... Mm. Go friend yourself. (laughs) Hey there. What are you doing? You watching an ad right now, bro? That's like two minutes that you could be spending with your hamster. You love your hamster, even though your hamster isn't capable of feeling that love back. Basically a fluffy brick. But listen, why not save some time and check out the Some More News Patreon? That's patreon.com slash some more news. For just $5 a month, you get early access to all of our episodes, plus even more news, completely ad-free. Maybe there won't be a vacuum in the background during those episodes. But why stop there? Join our producer tier and get your name in the credits you can use your hamster's name even though your hamster would absolutely eat you if they had the chance there's even a tier where you can hang out with the some more news crew through the wonders of video communication technology so check it out cut the ads out of your life and support us at patreon.com slash some more news your hamster has no soul once again that's patreon.com slash some more news maybe it does i don't know i'm not god and we are back from that square free ad break. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to say one thing before we move on to other stuff that I think is interesting and maybe slightly positive. I don't know. Maybe yesterday at our YouTube channel shoot, we were talking about this and I mentioned that it, I remember when 
Russell Brand and Katy Perry broke up. How? Because he texted her uh, right before she was going to go on I stage. Actually, but I didn't remember that part. But I remember that the way we talked about it is it, we tended to blame women inherently. Not that long ago. And I remember, and I'm not proud of this, I walked away from that. Like, not that I thought ever thought Russell Brand was a great guy, but I had a lesser view of Katy Perry somehow after that. And I don't remember the play-by-play of that. That's so fucked up. Um, and I'm admitting it, but in the past 10 years or however long it's been, we've seen a big shift and it's positive. For example, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas broke up and immediately clearly from his PR team, there are stories leaked within the news of the divorce and, you know, photos of him with his kids. And I am so proud of us culturally, (laughs) how many people are like, fuck that. Yeah. It's obvious what's going on. It's obvious. Like, and also none of it's any of our business at all. What happened? But I don't need to know Sophie's side of this story, but I also am not going to be manipulated into, into, into any kind of a narrative. Side, yeah. It's not my fucking business. No redemption Hulu <laughs> doc in 10 years. We can just settle this now right, that we're going to yeah. kind of, it's just, le- we're going to stay out of it and we're not going to like destroy this person's life. Yeah. And you know, anyway, I just thought that was a slightly nice. positive thing yeah, you that I've shifts. observed. Even on Elon's Twitter, people were like, what? Nah, I'm not falling for this. Yeah, well, no one likes Elon except for... Oh, yeah, I'm saying like even, in, like even in the sewage that is the current like state of that discourse, people were pretty on top of things. Yeah, I just... Yeah, anyway, it's kind of a dark conversation, but I do see some progress in how we talk about these things. Maybe not with all those assholes we've mentioned, but in general... The general public, I think we're seeing shifts and um, go us. Yeah, go humanity. Go humanity. Humanity. Okay, we're going to do a hard pivot into a very different topic, which is the UAW strike. Yes, the United Auto Workers are currently on strike and are planning to expand the strike on Friday because originally it was just a targeted strike, certain facilities. Oh, yeah. As of this recording, the strike is limited to 13,000 workers at three plants for Ford, GM, and Stellantis. Jonathan, will you walk us through some of the things? I would love to. Some of their unreasonable demands. Yeah. Uh, some demands which the union leader uh, said were audacious, but mm. I would argue are uh, reasonably audacious. Um, What's the, his, his name? Uh, his name is Sean Fain. Uh, the workers are asking for a 36% pay increase over four years. They're asking for the reinstatement of annual cost of living adjustments and end to wage tiers, a four-day work week. Um, that may sound uh, overly ambitious, but right now they're working 60 to 80 hour weeks. Um, and they want UAW to represent workers at 10 electric vehicle factories to guarantee uh, higher wages for those workers. And they also want a plan to transition a lot of workers from combustion engine vehicles to electric vehicle factories, uh, as the industry does over the next several decades. You know what's so interesting uh, about that? Even, I mean, we can talk about how that is being framed, you know, but even on, I don't know if it was the Daily, some whatever podcast listening, talking about it, they said, well, you know, uh, they're really concerned about electric vehicles and about how that will 
affect their future. Framing it as if they weren't concerned specifically about getting representative, <laughs> making sure that people <laughs> working in those, you know, factories are a part of the union and that we can protect those workers as well. This is such an interesting exclusion of context. Um, yeah, because that the electric vehicle thing is a part of it, but it's not the main part. Uh, or even it's not that they're saying that's the it. only part, but they are framing it as it, the way it was framed. It came across as like anti EVs in some way. Well, you yeah, know? and DeSantis in talking about this kind of avoided talking about the strike directly, but suggested that. It's Biden's electric vehicle mandates exactly. that are making, well, if, if we didn't have to transition the industry, that's not where the market is going. That's what's causing all these problems. So like DeSantis was very wormy and like not saying so he supported the strike or that he didn't, but saying, well, this is all Biden's fault anyway. We wouldn't have this problem if we right. didn't have to they change to electric. have to go on strike, if, which I don't support. But uh... Yeah, Tim Scott and Nikki Haley were like, I don't support this. Don't and they said horrible things. From them. I can't believe them. Uh... It's so interesting how this stuff plays. Because, like, you know, the past few years, the Republican Party has been uh, trying to pretend like they're the party of the working class um, and they're the ones who care. Uh, they got their, you know, their Richmond, North of Richmond song and like they're, they care about working people getting, getting a living wage. But as soon as it's a possibility or a probability, they're like, actually, I'm a proud union buster. Like Nikki Haley literally said, I'm a union buster and uh, I made sure that on like only non-union jobs came to my state, which isn't doing great, uh, by the way, Nikki. Um, but it's just so funny to see the party like dance around it and like try to pretend. And then as soon as they have the opportunity to be like, actually, we are going to support the working class this one time. Uh, they just can't do it. Yeah, her state, well, her state's South Carolina, right? Yeah. They just got a $100 million military uh, influx in the form of a crashed uh, F-35 oh, no, jet. Yes, so they, oh, yeah. they can use that for scrap and exactly. have a higher yeah, military budget. That. They'll melt that down. Now, this is uh, Nikki Haley's quote. When you have a president that's constantly saying, go union, go union, this is what you get. The unions get emboldened, and then they start asking for things that companies have a tough time doing. I love this companies. phrase. I loved it. It's so good. I love the way these people talk. Because, like, they have a tough time doing it. No, they have a tough time wanting to do it. They wouldn't have a tough time doing it. They could do it. Um, and it's just funny that, th like, all, like, the Haley's of the world, they know that it's possible and probable and, like, it's kind of necessary, but they have to use this kind of language to, to hide that. And, like, well, it's tough. It's, it's tough for them to do it. Well. Because the stockholders want that money, don't you We're see? We're not talking exactly. about some mom and pop restaurant here. We're talking about Ford. Ford. <laughs> no, it's just your local General Motors. Ford, have you guys yeah, tried exactly. to buy a car used, new? Can't do just it. Just wheels on an axis. It's so <laughs> fucking expensive. Um, and like, yeah, I think. <laughs> It's it's neat. Also, I, well, it's neat. Um, I think stuff like the um, the the WGA strike and the SAG strike have kind of helped uh, this in a way that sort of makes hot labor summer. Uh, well, it sort of makes the disparity m much clearer. Um, because obviously, like you know, uh, auto workers are like more like quote like salt of the earth. Like they're like they're act they're not that writers aren't actual workers, but um, 
the perception is much easier to be like, oh yeah, the working class. Um, and but like with the WGA strike, it's also the difference between like the executive pay and anyone else's is so obvious and stark, and like the difference is so vast that um, it makes I think it harder to uh, to pretend with other industries and other companies. Mm -hmm. Um, because the executives for some reason in Hollywood are so vocal about it and how much like we actually want uh, all of our workers to fucking die. Uh, it would be awesome for us. Um, and meanwhile, they're making like millions and millions and millions of dollars individually. And so you see like a lot of like I keep seeing interviews with these auto CEOs and they try to do that. They try to play that game. And just even like even like some Fox News anchors are like not not biting. Really? Uh, it's it's yeah. It's nice to see a little bit. Yeah, I mean, uh what is this? I mean, Johnson's included this. Donald Trump is skipping the second Republican primary mm -hmm. date to give a speech to union members. Um, he gets it. <laughs> not just striking auto workers, but a collection of blue collar union members in Detroit. Smart because <laughs> they're not watching the debate. I think, yeah, the actor writer strike is certainly a very visible yeah representation of what's happening in every industry across the board but i would argue that i mean maybe there's the general public is being enlightened to it but i everybody's feeling this people are seeing hotel workers you know uh the city workers people are striking they they are feeling this and I, impossible to ignore this is the economic reality that we're living through is that the average person out there entitled entitled it is weird mm. to see the republican party and these like career politicians who are trying to appeal to the heartland of america blue collar workers be like all workers are lazy and should just be happy for right. what they got meanwhile donald trump's like okay i'll take this softball it's and i'll go and talk so to simple. union members it's so simple and that's going to be more effective for him than whomever is watching that cage match on yeah, stage. Yeah, let's people pretend that he's on their side. Uh, even Trump, though he's yeah. definitely not. He will be making the argument like Biden's going to send your jobs overseas because of the electric cars. He's going to make that same argument and uh, whatever. But like he is doing a much better job of pretending to be on their side than uh, Tim Scott when he's like, we should do what Reagan did and fire all of them. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. God, what a move. What a swing. Nice try, Tim. <laughs> um, nice try, Tim. It is, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's such an easy move uh, for Trump, obviously, um, and really sets him apart and just illustrates that he is uh, the great pretender, uh, really uh, able to get a sense and pretend. Even with, um, there's a recent interview, people, people shared this very mad, like on the right, um, but it's Trump sort of being asked, uh, I think he was asked like, can a man become a woman? Uh, and his response was like, uh, you know, I think, you know, I think there's like, it's like complicated. Like there's a, you know, there's, I think there's a man, there's a woman, there's a lot of factors going to, I think birth is like a factor too, but eventually they'll, they'll be making, they'll invent something that lets, lets it happen. And it's like this weird, like mealy mouthed answer where it's like, man, he does not give a shit about this. And he know he also knows, I think he knows it's a losing issue. Uh, as we keep seeing every single election, anyone who goes like 100% in on like, we actually hate trans people and the word woke is the only word we say, he knows that that doesn't really work. And it does seem like he's always sort of had, I think there's a great tweet about this, where it's like, Trump is racist and always has been, but he's always been like, kind of like, uh, 
doesn't care about like uh, gay people in that way. He's like a New York guy. He like knows a lot of people. He's going to a lot of parties and stuff. And he's just like not. Uh, he doesn't care. Um, and he knows he's supposed to pretend to care. And it's very interesting to see that question be asked to him point blank and him like well you know uh... i can't believe i'm about to say this but like refreshing (laughs) the refreshing candidate donald trump Trump. well that you're right it might not play i mean i think it plays to some people oh for sure that's not but plenty of people are banging that drum you know he doesn't need to jump into that but I mean, as you're saying that, I'm like, well, I hope some of these people listen to him and that takes I hope that that turns down some of the temperature in those conversations, but it won't. Well, right, because the truly frightening fascist stuff is when it's, you know, woke mind virus. This yeah. is the, the uh, issue of our generation, yeah. that kind of like really disturbing stuff, whereas Trump will read it when it's on his prompter and then people go nuts and he goes, oh, you you idiots really like that, don't yeah. you? When, yeah. I, when I say this, OK, yeah. well, look, he doesn't have any morals except. I mean, yeah, he's transgender people from the military. Like, yeah, it's like, like he's, he's not a bad guy. Like, let's re- let's remember what he actually does. Yeah, uh, I'm that's, not that's the... actually saying anything positive about Donald Trump. I need that oh, to be clear for sure. I think we, I think we generally make that pretty clear. Um, I mean, things... I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of character. <laughs> Donald Trump is not yeah. an evil man. Thanks, Ian. God, uh... the worst judge of character I can imagine. But uh, yeah, there's a, I think we made that clear. And I think also uh, most of our listeners probably know that uh, when we talk about perhaps like the rise of American fascism, uh, although there are like fascist elements in both parties, uh, the Republican Party is the very full throated version. And there's a, a distinction and an important uh, viewpoint you need to have sort of with like, what do these people say? And what do they do? Um, and sometimes they're the same. Sometimes they're very, very different. And so Trump going out and being like, oh, the union, I, uh, I'm here to support you. He's not going to support unions. If he's the president, he's absolutely not going to do that. If even he's like, ah, you know, man, woman, uh, what are we to do about it? He's not going to support LGBTQ people in his office. He's just not going to do that. Um, and that should be obvious. I hope it's obvious, but I do think it's interesting just how, how, how politically more, like just better he is at this than every other person in his party. And uh, it, it does appear that maybe uh, Biden's going to be even more full throated about it because of that. Cause he was supportive of the strike right away. Even when he does not support strikes, he does try to do things behind the scenes and maybe he's not a good messenger on it. But I imagine that I, one would hope that the white house also sends him would be great or somebody to full throatedly support the strike and unions in general and lay out in what way that party actually does um, in contrast with a Donald Trump who might be here to say he supports you, but he's just there to throw paper towels at you. He does want like Biden wants to like be the president and be above it a little bit, but it's a fumble if Trump is out in East Palestine within a few days and he's not exactly he's like, I'll send Buttigieg or someone else. But he's like, no, Trump is here. Yeah. Like, uh, you don't want to be dragged into that, but like right. they're, they're political. You should give a speech to them. Makes me nervous. Take into account at least. Makes um, me nervous that our front runner is. But anyway, that's a different conversation yeah, for a different uh, day. Yeah, yeah. And we should have debates for the Democratic. Oh, uh, we should indeed. Primary. That would be nice. It would be uh, very nice and good. We are. I would. I think feel comfortable saying we are pro democracy. Yeah. Uh, in this podcast. Yeah, I would say and, that we are. Um, Go us, gold yeah. stars. All right, we've got a few more minutes here. Shall we talk a little bit about uh, the fake actor playing John Fetterman? Please. 
you know what? It does look like a different person. It does, doesn't it? Um, I, this is such a, we're so cooked as like society. Uh, every day, it's not just like, uh, there's that same person saying their fucking ridiculous thing that nobody could possibly believe. It's always new people. There's always a new person. Like this person's actually a demon, like literally a demon. There's that video of a lifeguard uh, scanning the pool in a, it's called an Ellis maneuver. It's like this weird way that lifeguards like slowly like scan pools for people. Um, it's I, I don't know exactly why, but it's like a method. And someone was filming them like you're a demon. Like they thought they were, like an AI, they thought they were an AI demon, like in the world. If there's anything that you don't understand a hundred percent immediately upon looking at it for the first time, it's just demonic. like we're jumping to demon, we're jumping to AI, we're jumping to some sort of yeah. conspiracy or body double, or like the government's out to like prove that lifeguards or I don't know. What we're talking um, about, but, by the way, is that John Fetterman's facial hair has yeah. changed. He grew a mustache and shaved his goatee and sometimes he wears glasses and uh, some pictures he looks a little bit slightly, very, very, very slightly different because he has different facial hair. Um, you ever seen a photo of yourself and you're like, Oh, is that, 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 is that what I yeah. look like? That's There's not what I normally look I like. I promise you I look different in every lighting and different type of camera. Right. It's just so, it's such a, it's so frustrating because I also like half the people posting about this don't actually believe it. They're just like trying to get their little, uh, their engagement dollars. They still think <laughs> um, that those are coming. <laughs> right, right. Um, but like, it's so disappointing. Like we're on the internet now, folks. Uh, we've got social media. We're all, we're all aware of like selfies and things. I can't count the number of times I've had to read a thread from somebody like we did land on the moon or like, no, we did, we did do that. And just like a thread of like, here's how focal length of lenses work. Here's just like a very simple, like here's the, a picture of the same person with different focal lengths and they look a little different. And just like, if you take a picture from here or down here or up here, it looks a little different. And to this young woman looking away is not this old woman looking at you. Right. Like, what are we talking right. about? Like, exactly. It's like highlights for children shit. And you're just like, but can't we all just like can't you, like just focus on something else and it's so it's just a waste of time and then i don't know it just creates all this like noise and uh we're talking about it so i guess it worked but just like more and more i just feel like god we're not we're not doing so hot because nobody understands how anything works. Each of our conversations today has ended with like what are we doing? Well, how how we how do we do this? And obviously, like the point, and like Katie mentioned, like I had a little fun tweet yesterday. You sure did. The point of it being, you can check it out, it's on x.com. <laughs> but the point of it was that people seem to think there's a body double of John Fetterman, but dog, how are you going to find that person? What are you talking about? Have you the seen John unbelievably Fetterman? Unbelievably specific person. He's so, he's such a specific looking person. Like, how would you find a body double to do, to look like him? In other pictures, like, yeah, this picture looks a little different. There are other pictures of him that look exactly like him. And he's talking about policy. He's like acting exactly like him. He's got his voice. This isn't Dave. You're pulling a full like, Kevin Klein Dave, but just for someone to like step into the Senate chamber in shorts and vote and then leave right, the same way also, he would have voted. Exactly. And, and, be, and to hide what? To like, like, yeah, he's voting the same way. We all know he had a stroke and has difficulty communicating sometimes, but also the same people like it's a body double will share a video of him like stumbling through something like, see, he's, uh, the stroke affected him. It's like, well, so did the body double have a stroke too? <laughs> like, what do we, what is, what is the point of any of this? Plus if 
if he really did die, would the Democratic governor of Pennsylvania put someone in the Senate who would do anything different than what Fetterman is doing? Like, what would be the point? Right. They what would absolutely the just, yeah, appoint someone. We've There's so many of these sort of things like that get traction. And again, I know half of them don't believe it, but some people do. <laughs> and it's just like every time this happens, I'm like, OK, let's say it is true. To what end? To what end? Why are we? Why would you fake this? Why this? Why this? And there's never like a reasonable answer to it. Oh, we can do that. Should I read the tweet? No. We have fun here. I mainly I'm gonna read this partly because I also posted on Blue Sky, and there's to the point that we have been making during this conversation. There's so many people who read this post and were like, "Um, this is obviously a joke somebody posted on Craigslist." Yeah, no, I did. I'm I'm posting it as a joke. Or like people like, okay, like now they're getting desperate. No, 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 no. This, this is, is obviously a joke. A joke. This is obviously this. a joke. Yeah. And I can't like, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Cause I, we've talked about this on the podcast before of like the fake Ben Shapiro tweets. We don't need those fake tweets out there. He's got the bad tweets by himself. Um, and it's like misleading and like people are going to believe them. No, this is very obvious. But this is very, it's very obvious. Actor with unfathomably specific look needed for regular public appearances. Discreet, Washington, D.C. We are looking for a 6'8 actor model to make public media appearances. Please be built like you birthed <laughs> professional wrestlers from your skull. Not to be rude, but if you've ever been described as a lovable ogre, then this is the gig for you. If you've ever been told how unique looking you are, <laughs> or that needing to find a body double of yourself would be an unenviable and very frustrating <laughs> position to be in, then we would love to meet you. The ability to grow a variety of facial hair types would be ideal, but a must <laughs> will be provided if necessary be extremely bald can't stress enough how massive you must be simply put white shrek appearances will primarily be in washington dc and pittsburgh pennsylvania and will require general knowledge of government policy and current american politics must be comfortable wearing shorts on the right of the screen it says compensation adrenochrome i don't how do you how do people believe that that's something real Guys, and isn't a joke it's, it's we fine. love you all we love you, you know, all we have fun it's, it's fine <laughs> Oh, you're right. We do have fun here. But you know what? What? The fun has to stop sometime. Oh, no. Just hit repeat. Just repeat it. Just listen to it again. The show? The, the fun or will never stop. Or just keep saying that. The fun will never stop. 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 See? Came back around. It did. Oh, boy, guys. I'll, put it, I'll put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I've never put anything on a t-shirt yet. But, <laughs> but we, we will. will put That's these the things one. on t-shirts. We'll just put everything we flagged as we'll put this on a t-shirt on the same t-shirt. Yeah, just the list of all of our, like, can get we can put this on a shirt. Yeah. That is a good idea for merch. Just, that. like, our dock of all the new merch. <laughs> Here's some stuff. Here's some bits. Uh, guys, there's something else I need to say. Nah. Been eating at me this whole time. Oh, get it out. Okay, journal about it. I'm going to journal about it, but I'm also going to say that we love you very much. Much. Have you ever heard that story that Napoleon used the Egyptian Sphinx for target practice and shot its nose off? Or maybe you've heard that a French astrologer named Nostradamus correctly predicted nearly 500 years of human history. Or maybe someone told you that the legendary blues guitarist Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil at a crossroads in Mississippi. 
These stories are what I like to call historical myths. Great little tales that may or may not have any basis in historical fact. On Our Fake History, we explore these historical myths and try to determine what's fact, what's fiction, and what is such a good story. It simply must be told. If you dig stories about death-obsessed emperors, lost civilizations, desperate sieges, voodoo black magic, and famous historical figures you thought you knew, then Our Fake History might just be your new favorite podcast. If you dig it, then subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.